Hey everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? Oh, well, just really good. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is yeah. going really good. Of course, this is the Thursday Night Psychic Show, and so we're going to get ready for that yeah. in a second. But Katie has some cool stories to tell us right now, so let's hear it. Right it's been a good day in the Weaver household for sure. Right. I, as you guys know, cause I've talked about it a lot and you're going to be so damn tired of me by the time the season <laughs> is over. But um, It was the season opener for my daughter's uh, softball team today. She plays yeah. softball and she's a senior. So it's a big, exciting year. And so we played a team art. We still have snow. So our girls have been playing in a gym. They haven't been on dirt yet at all. So we yeah. had to drive, you know, a few towns over to play a team who has a field currently, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so it was their first time on dirt and we have played this team. She was the manager when she was in eighth grade and then she's been on the varsity team for four years. So we've been following the varsity program for five years. This is the fifth time we have played this team at home in our season opener. We always end up playing mm -hmm. them because they have a dirt field when we don't. Right. And every year they just beat the shit out of us, like <laughs> whopping, you know, soul crushing kinds of losses. Right. And we went out this year, uh, her first at bat, she hit a huge home run over the right field fence and batted in uh, three. So that was a great way to get started. And then the batter after her hit a home run too. And it was both of their first varsity home runs. So it was super exciting for everyone. Uh, and anyway, so... And then she continued to bat well. Sometimes when a kid hits a home run, then they're effed because right. then they can't hit a damn thing because they're trying to hit everything, you know. But she did. Sure. She showed a lot of maturity and continued to bat really well throughout the game. And yeah. Anyway, she batted in four total runs and was at bat five or four times, got on base three times and had an RBI the time she didn't and played third base and got several great outs at third. Yeah, super good game out of the gate, but that home run, man. Mm -hmm. She didn't even pause when she hit the plate and came in through the dugout. She didn't even stop. She came straight to her dad. It was, ooh, I'm making her cry now. It was That's so very sweet. I was so glad that I had uh, sunglasses on because I couldn't quit crying. I cried for like three right? innings. <laughs> well, he works so hard with her all mm -hmm. year round. That's very yep. cool. She trades well, year and round. They won the game. And they won the game. They won nine to six. That is the first time. <laughs> so amazing. then after the game, some of the other parents are like, did you get her home run ball? And it's like, uh, I'm not really sure what to do. And they're like, you go ask their coach. So I very nicely went and asked the coach, hey, uh, can we get a home run ball? And she was so grumbly. <laughs> was she? Yeah. But I was like, I won't do this every time. But this time. Yeah. yeah just this you once. Know. Come on. So, of course, she's on cloud nine. But the funnest part maybe the funnest, one of the fun parts is that she's being recruited to play college softball and her college coaches are all asking for film, for game film. Yeah. And we have some fantastic film to share today, not just from right. that uh, hit, but a couple others, as well as some really good plays on third. So anyway, we couldn't be happier. And you know, the win isn't it for me. I'm glad they won. They've never beat this team at home before, you know, in sure. the five years we've been with this team. But it's more for me about that home run, man. That's where yeah. it's at. It's a great deal yeah. for her. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, cool. So we well, are, we're I feeling fine. And I'm wearing yeah. my shirt. Yes, your soft. Oh, there you go. Your softball life. Yeah. Your softball yeah. life. Shirt. I made that. There you go. That's my show and tell tonight. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Very good. Yeah. Want to take a minute to say hi to our chatters. Moonbeam, Diane, yeah. this is your first time here. Welcome innocuous natasha bianca jr jessica renee carly Gigi. uh i think that's everybody moonbeam did you get Moon me? i said moonbeam yes oh so welcome Diane. everybody yeah. we're excited to have you here we're going to get started on our topic in a minute but we kind of always start this show a little informally with what did you make for yeah. dinner yeah uh we had leftover tacos so nice. I had tacos last night and tonight, which is fine because I could have tacos every night. They were great. That's awesome. What about uh, you? We had deli fried chicken from a grocery store on the way home. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. 
we were rushing to get home in time for the show. So yeah, there you go. Sometimes that's what you do. So yeah, not very excited. Tell us friends. Oh, there's DB coming in. So yeah. feel free to tell us in the chat what you had for dinner. Well, I am doing well as well. I don't awesome. I said that already. But yeah, I'm just Probably doing well. well. It's been a, been a good week. It's been a really good week. I've worked a lot. I have done so many readings in the last week that uh, it's crazy. But it's <laughs> been good. It's been really good. Uh, Carly says they had spaghetti. Nice. Ooh, Bianca says we had Korean beef bulgogi bowls. I don't even know what that is. But I bet it's good. I'm guessing it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. JR fish sandwiches, Oriana pizza. Oh, innocuous says soup because they are expecting a major winter storm. Oh, yikes. Uh, Diane says veal parmigiana. So innocuous, we really hope for you that all is safe. And well, with that, we are hoping to not be expecting any more, you know, winter storms yeah <laughs> we hope uh db had pepsi <laughs> <for dinner>. <laughs> 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 natasha yes. has had yeah, nothing yeah. so far yeah well i i get that what i would really like because diet dr pepper i can't believe i showed up in here without one <laughs> probably gonna text my husband and beg him to bring me one in beef stroganoff yeah yeah or had had pizza. Pizza. Yes, there's been a lot of pizza, actually. There's been three. Three pizza people. Yeah. Nice. It's pizza night. I, I guess it is pizza night. Well, yeah. if Tuesdays get to be Taco Tuesdays, why can't Thursdays be Pizza Thursdays? <laughs> well, <laughs> I can tell you why, but you might figure it out here in a moment. <laughs> yeah. It's just the thought I had. <laughs> Yeah, JR, you're right. And more diet cherry limeade. Where the hell is yes. my diet cherry? Where? I didn't go to Sonic today. I didn't have time. You didn't have time. You were too busy being a softball mom, living the softball life. Yeah, we'll take it. Well, I want to let's get started with our, and we will be taking um, readings later in the show. So be, feel free to put those up in the chat if you would like. Also, the super chat is on, and so you're welcome to buy a sticker if you'd like to give us a tip. We always appreciate that. But we're going to start with a little topic first. So I don't know about you guys, but if you've been around in the metaphysical world for the last 20 years or so, there's been this concept flying around that I want to address, and that is this idea that your thoughts create everything in your life. And that by simply thinking some negative thoughts or bad thoughts or however you want to call them, that you're bringing bad things into your life or that you are causing bad experiences in your life. Uh, Lauren, for the super chat, you have to be chatting through YouTube, not Facebook. So anyway, if that helps you. So... I hate that concept and it's not true. And I feel like when we start believing that everything we think has an immediate impact on our lives, we get a little terrified about, you know, getting pissed off every once in a while or feeling frustrated or having a bad day, which is all just a part of being a human. Allowing yourself to have regular feelings. Right. Which you really need to have. And then we also start to get into this terrible place of guilt and shame because Mm -hmm. something bad happened. So I must have had some bad thoughts and made it happen. And I got to say that this is absolute bullshit. Okay. And it really, really frustrates me because I think that it's very hurtful to people. Yeah. I have heard this from people. Let me tell you, I have a rare immune system disease that I was born with. It is a genetic defect, basically. And I've had some people try to tell me how to fix it with my thoughts and how to fix whatever. I need to look it up, you know, probably in a Louise Hay book. I love Louise Hay. I just think it got taken way too far and that I can just think it better. And I got to tell you that, first of all, I definitely didn't create it with my thoughts. I was born with it. And I can't think it better either. So... I just, I feel like this got to a point of like delusional and 
scary and hurtful. And so, you know, I do feel like that in general, the thoughts that we think count into the world, the energy that we put out into the world, look at that. Her Dr. Pepper has arrived. (laughs) Even in a cup. Even in a cup. Um, You know, I, I do think that we have some control over, you know, using our thoughts in our lives, but it is not that whole fear and guilt thing that anytime you have a negative thought, then now something bad's going to happen to you. And I, I don't know, there's been a real shift in the metaphysical world to this place of kind of weird, mean, hurtful stuff when it comes to this. And so I don't know, Katie, where are you at with this? I just want to have a conversation about it because I just think, I really think we have to put the brakes on this. Absolutely. Absolutely. As with everything, I think there was the way this started made a little bit of sense. Mm-hmm. And then it went crazy, you know? Yeah. Way too yes. far. I believe that you can affirm better days. I think you can affirm things to be better that day. I like mm-hmm. the analogy of starting off rough, you know, maybe you sleep in, then you wake up and stub your toe, then you spill your coffee down your, the front of you. And you can go, well, this is the worst day ever. Everything is going wrong. And then you start tallying up, you know, then maybe you get caught in traffic on your way to work. And then maybe your boss is rude to you. And, you know, you start keeping score of all of the shitty things that have happened today. And I think Mm -hmm. when you fall into traps like that, and we've all done it, I mean, you know, of course we have. Mm -hmm. I think when we fall into a mindset like that, we absolutely take ourselves to a darker place you know, with our own attitudes. But as far as just basic health is concerned, I've even had clients in accidents, like, you know, get in a car accident or a fall and break an ankle and want to know how they caused this, how they caused this. It really hit home for us when our parents got cancer. Yeah. And we haven't talked a lot about them on this show. Those of you that have known us a long time, you, you know our story. But mm-hmm. our parents had cancer at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they died about 17 months apart. And, mm-hmm. and they were young. Our mom was 55. Our dad was 60. They yeah. weren't old people. And, of course, it was an extremely difficult time for our family. And when we were going through all of that, we owned our center where we taught mm-hmm. Reiki. And we did a lot of and, and lots of other classes we saw a lot of clients. That's what we were doing. In fact, our mom was a big part of it until she died. And that was when I think for all of us, the reality of that mindset really sunk in because she didn't give herself breast cancer and she sure as hell didn't give herself a recurrence. No. And when they were both sick, we had other healers in our community approaching us saying things like, Well, you know, since you haven't been able to cure your dad's cancer, I would be happy to gift him a session with me. Things like that that we were like, what? Have you ever wanted to punch a healer in the face? Because I have. Yeah. Or, well, why are you letting them do chemo? That's toxic. They should just be doing emotion code or, you know, no offense, emotion code. But, you know, things Mm -hmm. like we're like, well, first of all, it's not up to us if they do chemo. That's their body and their choice. Right. Second of all, that's, uh, you know, seems to be their best chance at survival right now. And it was for a while. But also, no. You know, I, I look at our dad, who was the happiest, sweetest, funniest, most beloved guy. If you knew most him, positive. you loved him. Yeah, and most yeah. positive guy. Dude didn't give himself prostate cancer in his 40s. Sorry, he didn't, you know? Mm -hmm. And that, I think, for me, is when it really started to sink in what a bullshit concept that is and how cruel it is. I think it's also very cruel for people that are struggling with mental health. It is It's not your fault that you Mm -hmm. have a depression or that you have an anxiety disorder. And you may not be able to think it away. You probably won't. And in the New Age world, I think it's especially bad because there was once upon a time a new agey author who did a lot of cards revolving around angels. I'm not even going to say her name, but if you know, you know. Maureen uh, Clerchu. Something like that. 
<laughs> rhymes with. Yes. Yeah. So and she would tell her listeners, her people, that if they, for example, uh, drank alcohol, that they wouldn't, their intuition would wouldn't work. Or if they ate meat, their intuition wouldn't work. Or yeah. there was a belief, and I'm not promising it came from her. I don't want to slander her if this isn't true. But there was a belief that kind of stemmed around her mindset of thinking that if you took psych meds, if you took an antidepressant or some anti-anxiety medication, that that would mess up your intuition and you just need or pain medication or pain medication. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people were suffering. People were believing this and suffering a lot because of these really stupid and erroneous teachings that people were believing it, you know, that wanted to be spiritual, that wanted to have, you know, a great intuition. They were falling for it and they were hurting themselves and it was really terrible. And we have to be really careful that we never, ever insinuate to people that, A, they shouldn't get medical care because that's complete BS, and that, B, they have in some way caused every single thing that happens in their life. Right. I mean, I realize that most people, that we all kind of want to feel like we have that much control over what goes on around us. But I got to tell you, we don't. We really don't. And we can control some things and we can certainly control our daily outlook and work on ourselves and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, I get this all the time and I know you do too. What, what have I done to deserve this? Or what is the, what is the, what is the message or the lesson in something really bad happening as if everything is a message or a lesson? Cause it's not, Right. it's not so targeted and specific as that. And it's completely unfair to land that kind of guilt on other people because you don't know. You don't know what other people are struggling with. You know, you don't see somebody on the street and know, you know, I, Bianca said, I really don't like the positive vibes only uh, culture. And I was, yeah, Mm -hmm. I, I don't either at all because no, it's not always positive vibes. No, everybody gets mad and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets sad and pissed off and frustrated and annoyed. Yeah. We're all supposed to. Yeah. Emotions just happen to us. We don't actually have control over how we feel. We do have control over what we do with it. Yeah. To some extent, but we don't have control. Emotions just sort of happen. And then and we have to decide what we're so, going to do with them. Yeah. And when we've created this energy of shame, around feeling emotions. You know, I talk to people a lot that are like, I feel really horrible for this, but I just really don't like my coworker. And I've been really trying to work on that, but she, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, whoa, she's a hateful bitch. You Mm -hmm. don't have to like her. What are you talking about? But that is the kind of energy we've set up that there's something wrong with you. If you can't find a way to reconcile your emotions towards a person or a situation, Mm -hmm. again, you should be able to control your behavior towards a situation. You know, that's the one thing you can control. However, right. sometimes you won't. Then you know what? Sometimes you And won't. that's okay too. Yep. But this idea that if you have a negative thought, <laughs> there used to be a group of people around us who studied a certain kind of energy healing that rhymes with beta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's that? And there if you, you said something that bordered on negative, they would say to your face as a grown adult, oh, cancel, clear, delete. You don't want to have that thought. And you'd be like, no, yes, I do. (laughs) Because That's insane. That is so unfair and ridiculous. It is. I'm all for positive affirmations. I am all for staying positive as you can and for affirming good things in your life. Then I do believe that your energy helps to attract good things to you in a certain sense. But I sure don't believe that if your car breaks down, that that means that you, you deserve that because last week you thought your boss was a jerk, you know? Right. No, no, no. Our, our thoughts, you know, we, we can choose our reactions and we can shift our thinking from time to time. Yeah. That's about all we've got really. 
You know, yeah. this idea that you completely control your reality. And if you write yourself a million dollar check, you're going to get a million dollars is complete bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, how many of us did that work for? Yeah. None. I really like if you want to work on, you know, positive affirmations and manifesting and stuff, because I do think it's possible. It's just not like that. Then um, get creative visualization by Shakti Gawain. She wrote that in yeah. 1975. It was way before The Secret, and it's a completely different, very spiritual, cent- spiritually centered version of manifesting that I feel like is much more grounded in reality than, mm-hmm. you know, some of the other stuff. But that's how, you know, this idea that you can manifest anything just by the way that you think. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of like thinking that, um, you know, our destinies are fixed and that there's only one right answer to every jo- choice we make. I get that one a lot, too. Also, yeah. complete bullshit. No, uh-uh. we live in a universe of chaos and there are no fixed answers. None. We do what we do. We trust ourselves. We trust our intuition. We move forward. If it was the wrong choice, we make another one. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's no fixed, it has to be like this. This is your life path. If you make a choice, you're going to fall off your path and ruin your life. No, uh-uh, no. uh-uh. That's just, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to offend religion, but it does feel like religion to me. Like there's only one right way to do yeah. stuff. And Well, no, a lot of people came out of religion right into some kind of spirituality mm-hmm. and kind of wanted there to be rules. You know, wanted there to be a religious aspect and, and created that. Right. I really think about like the, the, I hate to use this term, but the heyday of Hay House, right. Yes. Where you had like Wayne Dyer and Doreen Virtue and Lisa Williams and, you know, and, and not that there's anything wrong with any of them per se, uh, for, you know, Maureen Virtue, but we won't go there, but it was that pie in the sky idea that we needed to tell everybody that the way they were living was wrong, what they were saying was wrong, what they were thinking was wrong, what they were reading was wrong, what they were eating was definitely wrong. And so you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You are wrong, so you wrong, 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 wrong. You got to check all these boxes to be right, right, right. And how is that not just like religion? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. It's just like religion. And that's where we yeah. have to free ourselves, I think, from. All that fear that we yep. could just screw up our whole life by thinking one wrong thought, you know, it's just yeah. isn't true. Well, and then very terrible things happen. Like Mary Beth says, my pain condition, myofascial pain syndrome sent me to the therapist because it's all in my mind. No, you have a legitimate physical condition yeah. in which you were treated as though you created it in your head, which was complete crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of people with fibromyalgia were treated that way. Ooh. And then a lot of people were diagnosed with fibromyalgia that didn't have fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. Because it was easy to just throw that out there. And I was diagnosed with it when I was 21. I didn't have it. I had RA. I yep. have RA. But I saw a doctor when I was about 22 who looked me in the eye and said, you know, 10 years ago, people like you were just hypochondriacs. Yeah. My doctor said that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this doesn't, this isn't just new age. I mean, this mm-hmm. idea that we just think things into being is really kind of permeated our culture. And I feel like we have to be super careful with that. Mm-hmm. Well, it leads me to other things like thinking about all of these cases that we cover and all of these murder victims and their families. Yes. All right. Who had the negative thought? Right? Right. No. Who did it? I mean, no. how could that possibly be fair? How yeah. could that possibly be a thing? The person who did it is the person who did it, who is responsible for it. Right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, DB says, you're not born with a defect. You're born with a gift to gift of understanding. It's true. I know. I said it was a defect in my birth, in my uh, immune system, but it's true. It has been a real gift of understanding. And yeah. now my sisters and I all better understand it some of our health challenges and we actually better understand why our parents died during of cancer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe also says I'm guilty of what did I do? Right. Exactly. And, and, you know, you didn't do anything. We're all doing the very best we can all the time. I mean, seriously, can any what of you tell have, me? 
and yeah. with what we know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you not all doing the very best you can all the time? Because I'll guarantee you that you are. Mm-hmm. And if you it's, think it's, you're not, I disagree. Because yeah. we know you're getting out of bed in the morning. Yep. You're putting two feet in front of your feet in front of each other. You are trying to get through the day. You're going to have days where you soar and days where you lay on the couch. You know, there'll be days that the dishes haven't been done for a week and days that you feel like you can climb a mountain. That's normal. That's regular, you know, human stuff. But right. it doesn't mean that you're failing at life at all. No. Uh-uh. No. And, and, and honestly, if you just have a day you can't get off the couch, you're just validating yourself. Either your body or your mind or both. They need a break. Yeah. You know, um, Kay says, I've been guilty of that. I feel bad disliking my boss. You know what? Nobody likes everybody. And if they say they do, they're lying. It's okay. You know, it really, I mean, if some, I love everyone. No, you don't. Come on. It's Mm. part of being human to have people that you're like, doesn't mean that you're disrespectful or unkind, but it's okay to mentally go, that person, I've had enough of this, you know, okay to have some boundaries. For sure. That's one I've struggled with a lot. And partly it's the empath in me. Partly it's because I'm a cancer, you know, that just wants to grab everyone into my circle and sing songs and, you know, hold hands. And But early, pretty early in our career, our healing careers, we had a few other uh, healers that would come around. And there were two particularly that I really did not like. There was no reason for it. They were nothing but nice to me. I had never had any kind of, well, I didn't know them very well, but I, you know, but both of them, I just was very turned off by. And I was like, man, why are you being such a bitch? There is nothing wrong with those women. This is you. Then down the road, (laughs) I had good reason to not like them. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know it yet. You know, that's your intuition too. I mean, you can't, you're reading something that you haven't yet seen, but that is there. Oh, yeah, but I judged myself hard for a while that I was just being an ass some way. This was my fault, you know, but it wasn't. It's okay to not vibe with everybody. Yeah. 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 Carly says, I believe in positive thinking and thinking my goals into existence, but it's crazy to think everything negative we've thought has formed into existence or our negativity has brought something devastating upon us. Life happens. It it does. And we have to deal with all of it. You can't, this idea that I'll tell you, I, you know, you guys know, I've talked about it. I wrote a book and it's a book for empaths with relationship issues and like with, you know, repeating patterns of negative relationships. And the reason I wrote this book is because over the years in my career, I've had many, many empaths tell me, well, you know, my dad was abusive, but I just, I don't think about that anymore. You know, I've just moved on from that. Yeah. That's a, that's metaphysical speak for, I never dealt with my trauma and now I cannot get into a decent relationship. And it's okay to acknowledge that bad things have happened and that you need to work through them. We all do. You can't, I've also heard people, oh, I've overcome anger. I don't feel it anymore. Ah, That's the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Everybody has anger. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you're not being realistic and you're also not being fair to you. Yeah, at all. But also anger has a place. Anger has a place. Anger is a part of your ego, which is a part of what keeps you safe. Yeah. Anger has a place. It's okay to feel it. It's here to keep you safe. Now, is it misplaced sometimes? Sure it is. But that doesn't mean you should completely exit out of your life. It also means if you're trying to tell me that, I think you're telling me a lie, you know, Mm -hmm. because truly, of course, you're going to feel anger sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, are you truly going to read an article about a three-year-old being sodomized by, you know, an adult and stuffed in a ditch and not feel some anger, you know? Are you going to see someone, you know, attack one of your children or kick your dog and not feel some anger? Yes, you will. And you you don't. There is something wrong with you (laughs) and you need to see your doctor right away. That is a big concern. Yeah. Yeah, If you have lost your ability to feel that kind of emotion, then this is a whole other different problem, you know? 
Andrea said, my sister told me to stay positive about my mom's illness. She said, if we are negative, we will see a negative outcome. Oh my God. But you were just being realistic. Yeah. Oh, we went through that. We had, when our dad was dying, we had some family members that we told, hey, if you want to see him, you better get here because we're at the end. And they didn't believe us. They told us, oh, you're just being dramatic. And he was on hospice and on this, on on a pain pump of unfucking believable amounts of narcotics and frankly out of his mind. And he died because that's what was happening. And we had family members who did not believe us mm-hmm. and were shocked when he died because they were like, well, you just got to think positive. You know, he was mm-hmm. on hospice with terminal cancer for 10 months. Yeah. I'm right. sorry, but we're past that point. And, and his wife had already died. He was ready, you know, was, I mean, he was done. Was. Yeah. But then of course said family members kind of acted like, well, wow, I wish I would have known. Do yeah, you? and it was a little like, uh, sorry, but you did. We told you. Didn't you. Listen to us. Yeah. yeah, but I, I want to point out that area, Andrea went on to say that mom did die, and then she did find herself in a place of some self doubt and guilt. That what if my negative negative thoughts? Oh gosh, you know, and yeah, and, yeah, and absolutely, Andrea, that's so unfair. Oh. Of course not. It was just the reality. We all got a journey to follow in this life, and most yeah. of the time we're flying blind, you guys. <laughs> We're all doing our best to try to figure it out, but, you know, we don't have that much control. I'm so sorry you felt that way, Andrea. Yeah. Very unfair. Yeah. Yeah. I like this that Oriana said. She said, I didn't like the idea if someone didn't like you, send love and light to them and they'll like you. Doesn't work. (laughs) No, no, it doesn't. (laughs) That's a good one. It's true. Yeah. Well, Patricia, the book secret started a lot of this. The, the book secret did start a lot of this. Also, you can by release. Hey, those two. Mm-hmm. Well, and how about feelings buried alive never die? Did you guys mm-hmm. have you guys seen that one? That one was a big one here in our community. Mm-hmm. That's an old book. A it really is old book. But yeah. this idea that feelings get lodged in your body and cause illness and. You know, I think that emotional energy can cause you some challenges if it's not expressed. But is it literally going to give you cancer? No. Yeah. No, it is not. Yep. Yep. It, and that's it. Yes. Is it possible that you are feeling worse than you could be because you've yeah. got some stuff that you haven't processed? Yeah. Is it possible mm-hmm. that things like like being able to get into a good relationship? Uh, you know, yeah. are, are plaguing you because you have trauma that you haven't healed? Yeah, definitely. But does that mean that, yeah, you're going to have colon cancer tomorrow and it's all your fault? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. This this is much more on an emotional level of how you can help yourself be happy, mm-hmm. not how you have control over your physical structures, mm-hmm. you know? Or your physical world. Yeah. Or your physical Absolutely. Frequently, I'll have a, a client who has a crisis in their life, or maybe a few in a row, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not terrible crises, but maybe the microwave breaks, and then, you know, the next week your car breaks down, and then right after that, someone, you know, something else happens, and you go, what have I done to attract this? What did I do to create this? You're like, nothing. 20 years old, your microwave broke because microwaves break, you know, and you stubbed your toe because you ran into the wall. I mean, I, this yeah. is not this is something that you are forcing on the world. I have also had people take it to the extreme of thinking that maybe in horrible guilt, thinking that they caused a natural disaster. Oh my goodness. Wow. I've heard this a few times from people that said, I had a really horrible day. I was in a really terrible mood. And then that night, this big earthquake struck this area. And did I cause that? No, you did not. No, no. you did not cause that. No, you did not. Tectonic plates crashing together caused that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's scary because. Think about the level of guilt that puts on someone. Absolutely. You know, and that's not. They don't think they're in charge of the universe. They're just really scared right now that perhaps 
They let themselves get out of control of their emotions and it caused a really terrible thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that is just absolutely not the case. Yeah. Uh, Kay said, I'm seeing a lot of just let go of your past videos on YouTube. Sure, living there isn't beneficial, but trauma does exist. People with trauma shouldn't be so unjustly ridiculed. Right. Yeah. People with trauma need treatment. And you know what? If you have trauma, you cannot heal it on your own. You need help. There are and there are lots and lots of ways to treat trauma, but you need help to do it. Nobody can do it alone. And there's no shame in that. No, there's not. Well, and Cranky and JR, uh, Cranky says, turn the other cheek. That is such BS. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Love your enemies. No, no, you don't have to. Yeah. You do not have to love people who hurt you. No, you don't. Yeah. You are not required to love people who hurt you and allow them to hurt you again. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I just feel like every once in a while I want to have this conversation again because it just keeps freaking coming up and people keep writing books about it. And Mm -hmm. I just, it's so damaging and hurtful and wrong. Mm -hmm. And I just want, I I don't know. I want to debunk it and debunk it and debunk it and debunk it over and over again, because we have to talk about this Yeah, because it's so, it's so destructive. Well, and because it just keeps coming up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. JR says some people believe they've caused crimes against themselves. Right. So where does the responsibility for the person who committed the crime come in? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's like deciding because your skirt was too short, you deserve to get raped. You know? I mean, it's no different. It's the same. Yeah. Same idea. Yeah. No, the person, if a crime is committed, the person who committed the crime is the person responsible. Yeah. Just bottom line. Lauren says this conversation is perfect timing for me. Good. And maybe I'm glad you. It's funny how things come up, you know. We were going to talk about something else. And then yeah. just late this afternoon, this just hit me. Like, nope, this is what we need to talk about. And we try uh-huh. to stay really open with stuff like that because we know, you know, you guys are here and need to hear what we have to say. And um, I think it's really important. Ah, Cranky says it's wrong to ignore ignore your gut and ignore your feelings about people. You don't have to like them or let them treat you like a doormat. Right. Amen. The idea that it's love and light for everyone. Bullshit. If people are hurting you and treating you badly and you feel like it's not the right thing, get out of there. And if you need to flip them off on the way out the door, do it. Yeah. You're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. RJ said they needed this conversation tonight too. Well, good. Maybe a few of us needed to hear it one more time. Yeah. Right. No kidding. Fairy no, said, hey, yeah, fairy magic said that's just that's ego talking. It is. It mm-hmm. is. When people believe that their behavior has caused something epic. Yeah. Yeah. To to think that you're that all powerful. You are that all powerful in your own life. But when it comes to the plan, you know, as far as like getting what you want and you know, building the life that you want, you are. But when it comes to like earthquakes and, you know, tsunamis, not so much. Mm-hmm. Elaine says, I can't stand when people want everyone to like them. That is not a healthy way to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. And it can be very hard. Katie knows. Yeah. Katie's Katie's <laughs> challenged with that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so ridiculous for it. Even now, I have to really check myself and be like, that person doesn't like me. Okay, fine. Good. I don't care. It's fine. That, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure. You guys don't know the years of gymnastics I did trying to get my mother-in-law to like me. Oh, my God. Till my mother finally out. said, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah. knock it off. If she doesn't like you, she doesn't like you. You've not done a single thing to cause that. Stop it. Yeah. And she was right. She was right. But, yeah, oh, it, that is a lifelong lesson for me. Yeah. Yeah. And you're totally so right so. about it, Elaine. Totally. Well, I mean, you have to understand working as a professional psychic, that can be hard because the hotlines that we work on, uh, people leave feedback and some people like him. Some people don't. I got a nasty one today. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, I do the best I can. If you like me, great. If you don't, it's okay. You know, but it mm-hmm. that can be a little hard. Oh, it can. It can. Well, and, and it's true, though, that, you know, we're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, nor will everyone be ours. And, but it's true mm-hmm. that we should all, we need to 
find ways to be okay with that on both yeah. sides of the coin. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's entirely yeah. okay. I mean, nobody really likes everybody. And if they say yeah. they do, they lie, you know? Yeah. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Patricia <laughs> says she thinks she telegraphed her situation to us. <laughs> her life's been in a shitter the last couple of years. Well, wow. oh, I'm sorry. Yep. It happens. We all go through those periods, you know? Yep. Moonbeam says, yeah. I have to stop caring about what people think of me. Yeah. You really do, yeah. because the only person's opinion that really matters about you is your own. Yeah. You know, and, and as much as, and a lot of us, all of us who are women, we know, yeah. you know, you're raised with that idea of being a nice girl. Yeah. Yes, we're having spirit school this week, Bianca. Thank you for asking. We are having spirit school. It's not going to be live. So Sunday morning, we will post a guided meditation. I'm in charge of the meditation this week. And I'm going to do something with the new moon. The moon is new on Saturday. I've been kind of throwing around maybe actually posting it on Saturday since the moon is new on Saturday. Mm, but uh, it nice. will be me this week. Uh, but we will be traveling. Christine and I will both be traveling on Sunday. And so we're going to just, it, it won't be live, but it will be posted. So, yes, that is mm -hmm. coming. Thank you. We've been needing to post that. So we appreciate you asking. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for saying it. Somebody needs to get their button gear. This guy. Elizabeth says, I'm learning this after 15 years with my in-laws. I'm not sure why they don't like me and I don't care anymore. Good job. Yep. Because there's no reason you, for them to not like you. They don't like isn't... you because of their own family dynamics, their yeah. own issues that occurred and that existed before you ever showed up on the scene. Yeah. And no amount of breaking your neck over it is going to make them like you. It's right. just the truth. And ultimately, who cares? Because you're yep. a good person. You're doing the best you can. And there are lots of people who love you. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Well, should we do a few readings before we run out of time here? Yeah, let's do. Thank you for this awesome chat, you guys. I really, really appreciate your participation in this conversation. But this is just such an important topic. And one I think we all have to remind ourselves of a world that is constantly trying to make us responsible for everything. And we just, we aren't. Yeah. You know? Let me grab Mary's question or comment. She's not sure I should go to my brothers uh, spreading my parents' ashes in June. You know, Mary, I don't feel like you have to. I feel like if that just, I, I also feel like you don't have to make a decision yet. I suspect you won't and let it get a little closer to time before you decide. It does not matter to them, right? They are with you in spirit. It doesn't matter to them if you go. If you don't, do something else, right? Do a symbolic spreading where you are or just set up a little memorial in your garden or do something that's yours. I don't feel like you have to go do that. And if the waters don't feel very clear, getting closer to time to do so, don't. You don't have to. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. DB, my question is, how do I know when I feel compelled to say something that I'm not crazy or way off base? I love this question. And I do feel like... It's practice trusting yourself. First of all, well, okay, I've talked about this a lot, but if you haven't read Developing Intuition by Shakti Gawain, go get it, DB. It's a little tiny book. It's only like 100 pages long. One of my favorite exercises in that book is to keep an intuition journal. So you write down every time you feel prompted like that. And then you go back in about a week and you look and see, did I do it or did I not? And generally what you can do with that is you validate yourself either way because you look at it and go, man, I'm sure glad I said something because that turned out to be a big deal. Or damn, I wish I'd said something because that turned out to be a big deal. So you kind of have the opportunity to see one yeah. way or the other if it is, you know, to validate yourself because it is about practicing trusting yourself. And it's hard and scary. Trust me. I have to say all kinds of crap to people every day in my work that I'm like, I don't want to say this to this person. They're going to be mad, you know, or they might think I'm nuts. Even when they're coming to me for a reading, it still feels that way sometimes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, Good question. Though, try that and read that book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kate, do you want to take a look at Bianca's question about her kitty macaroni? Oh, she yeah. said they lost her Tuesday night. Is she all right? 
I saw that. Let me tune into her. She's totally all right. Yeah. Uh, a little surprised, but she's okay. She said that uh, you particularly are feeling really, really terrible about the whole situation. And she wants you to uh, do her a couple of things. She said she wants you to let go of any guilt that you're carrying over it and know that she's just going to continue to hang out. She's going to just keep walking beside you. I see her actually coming, becoming kind of a spirit guide, animal guide to your kids. And she's not going anywhere, uh, but she is all right. Yeah. I'm sure. Sorry about that. Dang it. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants to have to go through that. It's a nightmare. So sending you a yeah, lot of love. Absolutely. Okay. JR wants some healing or energy work for their uncle who reached out. Let me take a look at the uncle here. Oh goodness. Okay. So of course I'm talking on energy plane, not physical plane because I am not a doctor, but I am a master energy healer. Um, his vibration is super, super low and heavy. I feel like everything about him feels heavy and slow. Like it's difficult to move and breathe and think. So I am going to do some things to bring his vibration up and clear a bunch of really heavy debris from his energy body to, to assist him, JR. And I do think that will help, but I want to encourage you to encourage him to continue with whatever medical care he's receiving. Good. Okay. Katie, do you want to take a look at Oriana? She said she's been having dreams of Toby and her friend Heber. Just wondering if they're trying to tell her something. Okay. Let's tune into that. Toby just wants to get your attention. He just wants you to know that he's around. Uh, he also said that he feels like you are watching Ginger like a hawk. I'm worried about her constantly. And that uh, he wanted to let you know that he's got this. <laughs> it looks like between him and mom, they're really propping Ginger up. And so uh, they wanted you to know not to worry about her so much. That they're they're keeping a close eye and that's okay. Uh, The other piece of that is loneliness from your friend, uh, worrying about not just how much time you're spending alone per se, because you have people around you, just not, uh, you know, necessarily, I don't want to say the right people. That seems so insulting to your family, but, you know, but not, uh, you know, people that quite get you and realizing that with COVID that's been a more of a challenge, but uh, a real message there to be sure that you are reaching out, you're making connections with others, that you're trying to foster new friendships, but also, uh, you know, take care of old ones too. But it's, it's about loneliness and just worry about you being alone too much and not being heard. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Just important to check in periodically. It sounds like, yeah, you know, this is a weird time for just having contact with other people, you know? Yeah. Let's see. What else we have here? I'm just a scrolling. I don't want this to be dead air. <laughs> we have lots and lots of comments about our topic. Yeah, okay, today. so Bianca said that she had meant to say that her kitty ran away. And then I, I affirmed that she passed. And I think she did. Yeah. However, I'm going to tell you this. Don't stop looking for her because cats are so tricky and can hide themselves really well. They and lie. So I wouldn't stop. Yeah, they lie. So I wouldn't stop looking for her quite yet. But that was my gut feeling is that she has transitioned. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let's see. Uh, Angela. Oh, go ahead. Oh, Angela would like to know, should I try to reconnect with my brothers or let them go? What do you think? I felt like you should let them come to you. But, uh, and, and even if that means reaching out enough to make sure that they know how to contact you, but that's it. I feel like you, I kind of felt like one of your brothers actually may have a vulnerable time where he really does need to reach you that you may be able to strengthen a better relationship with. 
one of them feels to me like he is very hard, very hard, and that it would just result in you getting stomped on. And so I think just having the door open for them to contact you if they need to, there's no obligation for you to do anything. Really, I think protect your mm-hmm. peace and your family above all else. Absolutely. Uh, Elizabeth says, is Moldavite as scary as it sounds? I keep seeing it on TikTok <laughs> and was thinking about buying some, but I've read you oh. really have to be ready for it or you can turn up your life. Listen, it's not going to turn your life upside down. You will either like it or you don't. I freaking hate Moldavite. I don't even like to look at it. Yeah. When we when we had our metaphysical store, I didn't like to have to put it away when we bought it for people to buy. I didn't even like to walk past the shelf it sat on. I hate it. Um, but some people love it and they think it's a super high powered healing stone. You'll either have that experience with it or you won't. But don't worry that it's going to flip your life upside down. It really is just a rock. Okay. It has some cool energy, but it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. That's important. I don't know who I've the hell I've seen the TikToks. TikToks. They're super dramatic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I need to go do some stitches then and be like, what the hell are you idiots talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, Well, it all started with a girl who got Moldavite and then had a crisis in her life like the next day. And was like, okay. And so then that was Moldavite. We'll strip everything away from you. And that is exactly what we were talking about tonight. Mm -hmm. Do not do that. But also, if Moldavite is too much for you, uh, consider Libyan Desert Glass. Ah. mm -hmm. So... Moldavite is a meteorite, you know, it's, it's a meteorite glass that formed Czechoslovakia. And Libyan desert glass is also a meteorite that was formed from a meteor that fell in the Libyan desert that melted the sand into glass, basically. It's, it's very similar concept to Moldavite, but Moldavite mm-hmm. start green to black, glassy, and, and ridged. And Libyan desert glass is kind of whitish yellowish and has a totally different vibe super mellow versus that really intense uh moldavite vibe yeah mm-hmm. awesome good to know uh katie do you want to connect with um jerry's pet rooster bony he could use some healing yeah where's the question <laughs> he says uh jerry says can i get some healing for my pet rooster bony it's right under oh, Elizabeth's bony, i see it okay i i gotta say that is a hilarious name for yeah what up with Moni? well oh. i've had roosters they always need some healing or we mm. do from them <laughs> yeah i'll tune into bony you got it bony the rooster thank you for making my night that's fantastic right bony actually feels like he could use this so i'm gonna wrap him up in a lot of green here Oh, yeah, this dude's got personality to spare. <laughs> but I'm kind of wondering about one of his legs. I do think he actually needed some physical healing. But we'll just wrap him up good and light and remind him to be safe and careful and not do risky things. <laughs> yeah, you got a wild child on your hands. Let's with see, he's very sick for a treatment. while. Oh, yeah, sinus mm-hmm. infection. Oh, okay. jo- bony jabroni. Oh, oh, <laughs> I like Poor that. bony. That's very yeah. Cute. So, here's the other thing I'll do, Gary, is just uh, affirm for him that you guys are taking good care of him. Oh, yeah, she said he does. Uh, affirm that you guys are taking good care of him and, you know, to let you take care of him and not to fight you so that you can, you know, help him as needed because I'm sure giving medicine yeah. to a rooster is. An interesting job. I thought doing that with a cat was hard, but holy crap, I can't imagine a rooster. Yeah. I hope my pigs never need. Well, that's not true. I mean, any food. What am I saying? Never mind. Right. Just wrap (laughs) it up and wrap it up in something tasty and they'll be fine. Throw it in some cheese and you'll be set. Okay. So I'm going to just affirm that for Boney too. Okay. I'm going to look at Lauren. Lauren says, should I consider moving away from where I am currently living? And I actually get a no, Lauren. I feel like. There are still some things for you to do in this place. And I hate to say this because I do not like the idea of being obligated to anything. But I do feel like you are some kind of an energy placeholder where you live. 
that you bring a different perspective and a different energy into your area. Katie and I have both felt that about where we live because trust me, we don't be fitting in here. Um, <laughs> putting it nicely. Uh, but Lauren, I do kind of feel that way for you. I mean, not that you can't move if you don't, if you want to, but I do feel there's kind of a, an energy job you're doing where you're living. So yeah. curious to think what you hear, what you think of that. Yeah. Um, Katie, Sharon would like to know, feeling like I'm on the brink of something really good, but I have no idea what got any info or ideas about what this might be. I feel like it has to do with industry of some sort. Either it is at your job or it's a business thing coming forward. It looks to me like money, money and options coming forward. I feel like connections that you've made in the past, people that you have uh, taken good care of in the past, you know, in various ways are going to come back to you in the sense of uh, bringing you into something. So again, either a promotion or a new business, something that they're going to invite you to be a part of. But I feel like this has to do with money and business and that it's a good thing. You've earned it. You've built it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Love it. I'm going to give you this one too. Um, DB says, if we lose someone, how do we know they're reaching out to us? Minus the whole, maybe it's them thing. That's a hard question. I honestly, my best advice there is to trust your gut. Mm-hmm. And don't do Ouija. <laughs> right. <laughs> Two rules. Trust your gut. Don't I know. do Ouija. I, right. Now, now you know. Now, I know that is really weird advice. But the reason I say that is because I do know many people who, after losing someone, decide to do Ouija. And with that, you open a door to the unknown that you don't know who's coming through. And you could be deceived. However, if you, you also don't know how morning, to close that door. <laughs> yeah. And then you're letting everybody into your door and it's a bad idea Mm -hmm. versus maybe you wake up in the morning and you smell your grandma's perfume and you're like, I think that's my grandma. It's okay to trust that. Mm -hmm. Now, if grandma tells you to, you know, stick a pair of scissors in somebody's neck, that's not grandma, right? (laughs) You know, but if you are, I know, where did that come from? (laughs) I've never had anyone tell me that alive or dead. No. But if you did, you know, <laughs> it wasn't grandma. But what I mean by that is, you know, if you have I, I a spirit home, on the grandma in our house, in our family, actually. Yeah, true. If you had a spirit coming through that was that, that felt nefarious, you would know that, you know. But ultimately, I think a lot of it really is that. I'll tell you what doesn't work. That's asking, you know, something like, what color socks did I wear to your funeral? They don't know. They don't care. They're not going to answer yeah. that. And that won't give you the kind of affirmation that you're looking for. So I do think it's a lot in trusting yourself and just trusting that feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I hope that makes sense. I hope that answers your question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do a little energy healing for Diane. While I'm doing that, do you want to answer Jennifer's question? Uh, they just found the, her dad's birth father. He has dementia, but he has a half-brother. Should we try to connect with that side of the family? You know, my gut feeling is yes, that you could, and that it would be a, a healing thing, a positive thing. I think I do feel like it would be kind of a, a fleeting thing, like a, hi, how are you? Here's who you are. To her. We now know each other. I don't know that I feel like it would really work out to be something that you see each other a lot, but I feel like it would be a, a fair and a positive thing to do. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's really Can fun. Take the next one while I finish up uh, Elizabeth or uh, Diane's energy work. I have no idea where we are. I'm going to grab Andrea. Okay. I don't think we've taken this one. Having health issues. <laughs> okay. Having health issues that I can't seem to understand. Is it environmental? Is it serious? My doctor slash insurance is always having me jump through hoops. Diagnosis is months out because of this. Andrea, I think if, okay, so my gut feeling here is that you you do need to stick with that path of getting the diagnosis. I do think you're going to get a diagnosis and I think you're going to get a treatment path forward. I don't feel like it's going to be huge. I I do feel like there's something here that's going on in your body that is going to require some treatment and maybe even some long-term treatment. 
but I don't feel like it's catastrophic. So something that's going to need maybe some medication and to be maintained and to be uh, occasionally evaluated, but not catastrophic. So stick with the plan, you know, stick with the, uh, I know it's frustrating to have to jump through all the hoops and do all the waiting, but I feel like you're just, you're, you're kind of stuck there to get that part done and it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. It is going to be okay. So, uh, Diane, I did do a little energy healing session for you. I balanced your chakras and I did pull an attachment. It was right in the back of your head, like the back of your throat chakra. This is a thought form attachment. So it's somebody had a strong emotional reaction to something that you said or did their energy body, their brain basically fired a little arrow at you. Something that people do. We don't always realize we're doing it, but I feel like I had a lot of pain back here when I cleared it. And so I wonder if you've been having some headaches back there, but I did raise your vibration up a lot too. And I think you're going to feel a lot better. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think that's about everything that we have time for tonight. So I just wanted to jump in with Patricia just really quick before we go. Um, Patricia wanted to know if things are going to get better soon. She said, I feel like I'm drowning in pain and confusion. There are too many things wrong to list. You know, Patricia, the short answer is yes. I feel like there's going to be some gems. I feel like financially there's going to be some gems come through here in the next six weeks or so. I feel like there's going to be some relationship healing come through that's going to make some of this easier to bear. And so, yeah, I do feel like some of the long-term challenges that you're facing right now are still going to be uh, there, but I feel like you're going to have a little more community to help support you through that and a little better financial situation to help you move through that as well. So incrementally, I feel like you're going to, when 2021 is done, I feel like you'll turn around and look at it and go, damn, so much better, so much better. Things are improving. So again, it's incremental, but it, it, I do see that improvement, you know, starting to come forward. So good good news. Yes. And also uh, we're pulling for you. So definitely come see us, you know, come come hang out in the chat with us, come rub shoulders with all these wonderful people around here. Uh, We have a great little community forming here and this is a great place to get some support. Yeah, it certainly is. If we didn't get to you tonight, don't forget, you can find Katie over at OneToListen.com and you can find me on the Purple Ocean app. And we are here every Thursday doing this kind of thing, talking about some metaphysical topic and doing readings. Of course, um, Katie's going to be providing the meditation this weekend for Spirit School. If you haven't joined Spirit School, give it a go. Uh, it is our, the metaphysical yep. side of things. We teach two classes and a meditation every month. It's our, it's our membership here on YouTube. So you can go to our YouTube channel and yep. where the look for the button that says click join. If you click on that, it'll tell you about it. And we will be back on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday with new cases Wednesday night with the case update. And of course, Thursday night with the, psychic hour so thank you all so much for joining us and being present with us here in the chat and you know we are true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters take care life is complicated the last year has been so hard on sensitive people so many uncertainties and so much heavy energy to wade through people are working on jobs and relationships energy work self-development and health so why call me Because my clients are my family, when you invite me onto your team, I will do all that I can to help you shift from a place of surviving to a place of thriving. I can help you shift from uncertainty, stress, fear, lack, into a place of joy, peace, clarity, and abundance. Give me a call. Katie Weaver, Professional Psychic Advisor, over at 12listen.com. Hi, I'm Christy Brower, podcaster and professional psychic. I have spent the last 14 years honing my skills as a psychic and a healer. I work on the Purple Ocean app. You can find it in any of the app stores. And I am available every day for video and chat readings. I specialize in pattern breaking, uh, particularly in relationships, but really in any area of your life. If you're feeling stuck and like you can't move on or you can't let something go, 
I am the reader for you. That is exactly what I focus on. It's what I love to do. I love to help stuck people get moving and I've been doing it for many years and have been very successful at it and can do that for you as well. So if you are having trouble letting go of a relationship or a fear or a challenge of any kind in your life, come see me at Purple Ocean and we will do everything we can, me and my guidance system and my intuition and you, because it's always a package deal that we work together, but we will find a way to break that pattern for you. So come see me over at Purple Ocean and let's break your patterns. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.